What's up, M12? How are we doing tonight? Awesome. It is great to be with you again. My name is Nathan, and I'm one of the leaders here at M12. And we have been in this series called Alive. We're in week two. Last week, we learned about how the Bible can change you from the inside out, and we learned that it can change your perspective on a lot of important things in life. See, I'm going to talk about that later, but I want to talk about something else that's super important to me, and that's food. Anybody else love food? Oh, my goodness. I love food. It's so good. See, I have always loved food. Like back when I even I was a little kid, I loved food so much. Check out this picture of me as a little kid. That chubby child loved food. I got the chubby cheeks, you know, the double chin action, some elastic pants because nothing else fit me. You know, it's like my parents didn't even know what to do with me. So they're like, let's just keep feeding them. And I'm like the cookie monster just like slamming food and stuff. I've always loved food. I don't know. But I like food, and you guys like food, so I want to see if you guys like some of the same foods that I do. So I'm going to call out some foods, and if you like these too, I want to hear you, okay? So the first one, it's kind of a classic. Let me hear you if you like pizza. All right, all right, we got some pizza lovers in the house, all right? So my favorite kind of pizza is barbecue chicken pizza. So good. Now I want to hear your favorite kind of pizza on the count of three. One, two, three. Awesome. Well, we, I'm glad that I'm in the house with a lot of pizza lovers tonight. All right, next thing that I love is Sour Patch Kids. Anybody else with me? So good. <clears throat> and see, the thing about Sour Patch Kids is that as, as soon as you get a bag of Sour Patch Kids, it's like you get 20 new friends. You're like, where did you come from? And here's the little trick. Here's the little trick. They're all asking for your Sour Patch Kids. You just give them the flavors you don't like. So I, if, I just give them orange, you know? Nobody likes the orange ones, so I just give them to my friends. No, you guys like the orange ones? It's ridiculous. All right, this one's going to take it all, okay? So let me hear you. If you like some bacon. Yes. It's so good. It's so good, but it is so bad for us. I love bacon. It's so good, but so bad for us. All right, and guys, maybe even just talking about food has gotten you hungry, all right? And that's one thing I want you guys to know is that everyone gets hungry. It's this first blank in your notes. Everyone gets hungry. It's simple, but write it down. Everyone gets hungry. Listen up, M12. Write it down. Everyone gets hungry. And see, we eat food because it fills a need. We get hungry, so we want to eat food. And maybe... The way that, well, definitely, the way that your, your body tells you that you're hungry is that it starts to growl, all right? Your body tells you, I'm hungry, feed me. And does anybody else's stomach growl at the worst times? You know, you're, it's like you're in the middle of class. It's like you're in the middle of class and your stomach growls, and not even the teacher's talking, and everybody just does the same thing. They just all look at you, and you're like, uh, it was him. You know, you try to shift it. You're like, no, it wasn't me. That's happened to me far too many times. And guys, maybe you eat, shh, M12, maybe you eat when your stomach doesn't even growl. You just like to eat for fun, like on Thanksgiving. You know, you just keep eating and eating and eating, and it's fun because, I mean, it's just food. It, it tastes good. And because we get hungry, guys, I want you to know something else. Everyone eats. Everyone eats. It's the next blank in your notes. Now, this seems super simple, but trust me, I'm going somewhere with this, all right? So hang with me. It seems super simple. I know you're like, dude, I learned this in kindergarten. Like, this is simple stuff. I got this. And guys, we all get hungry. We all eat food. But we all have choices on what we eat. 
Some of us eat pizza. Some of us eat Sour Patch Kids. Some of us eat bacon, all right? And, and what I want you guys to know is that these foods aren't really the best for us. I know they taste really good, but they're not the healthiest foods for us. A healthier option would look something like apples or oranges or carrots. You guys know, you guys know the basic differences between healthy food and unhealthy food at this part in your life. And guys, we all have choices, and we all get hungry. But let me tell you, food is not the only area that we get hungry in. We have hunger for other areas in our life, like relationships. We get hungry, and we have a need for relationships. And instead of your stomach growling, and 12, listen up. Instead of your stomach growling, a hunger for relationships looks like trying to fit in with the right crowds. It looks like trying to act a certain way so that you can fit in with a certain type of people. And you start to think about relationships. Maybe you want a boyfriend. Maybe you want a girlfriend. You start to consume these things, and you want this. Or maybe hunger looks like trying to look out for number one, trying to consume things to make yourself feel better. Maybe this looks like posting selfies on Instagram. I've seen a lot of your guys' Instagram accounts, and it's just selfie after selfie after selfie. And this is what happens. This is what happens, M12. If your photo doesn't get enough likes, a lot of you guys just delete it, right? Because you're like, people don't like me? That didn't happen. We're hungry to know if people like us. And here's another way that we try to get affirmation for other people. I've seen those to be honest posts. We want to really know what people think about us. So to be honest, who has ever done a TBH post? A lot of people in here. Maybe some people aren't, beyond, aren't honest in the room right now because there's probably a few more of you guys. And guys, here's the thing. We all want to know what people think about us. We're hungry to know what people think about us. Or maybe hunger in your life looks like just wanting to have fun. You want to have Netflix. You want to just hang out with people. Maybe, maybe you fill your life with things that feel good for a little bit. And, and maybe the world says that it's good for you. And guys, hunger plays out in so many areas of your life. We get hunger, hungry for relationships. We get hungry to know what people think about us, for affirmation, to know what we think. And let me tell you guys, the world says it offers a solution, but it has lied to you. The world says that it can fill you up, but it will always leave you feeling empty. Kind of like eating a box of donuts. Anybody else eaten a whole box of donuts before? It's awesome. But then, but then, but then it's awful. Because I eat a whole box of donuts, I feel good in the moment, and then I feel sick. And then I feel hungry again because I just ate so much. It's just bread and sugar, and it didn't actually give me what my body needed. It was fun for a moment, but it didn't fill me up, and it will never satisfy. And that's what the world says it offers you. It offers you something that is fun for a moment. It leaves you feeling sick afterwards, and it will never, feel, never let you feel full afterwards. And guys, you've all felt this before. You've all felt, felt this because we've all believed the lie that if we consume more, our life will be better. We've all believed that lie before. If we consume more, our life will be better. This is what this looks like. It looks like when you got 100 likes on your Instagram, and now you want 101. We've all felt that before, because we want more. Or maybe you had a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and you still felt like you needed to be loved. There was still something in your life that you needed to know that you were loved. And guys, we can eat things in our life. We, we can take things in, and if they're things from the world, they will never actually satisfy you. 
And what I think is crazy about food, you know, we take in food and, and we take in healthy food or we take in unhealthy food. But this is what's crazy. 50% of Americans die from heart disease because we take in food that is unhealthy for us and it attacks our heart. And let me tell you guys, we all have a spiritual heart disease and it's called sin. And let me tell you, it will kill you if you don't take care of this. We all have a spiritual heart disease and if it does not, if it's not taken care of, it will kill you because culture is after your heart and it will kill you if you don't take care of that. And again, Jesus knew this too. He knew what we were up against. So we're going to find out what Jesus had to say about food. Open up to Matthew 4, verse 1 on page 967. We're going to find out what Jesus had to say about food. Open up to page 967. So again, Jesus, he's 100% God and he's 100% man. We know that God is 100, or Jesus is 100% God, but it's hard to think about Jesus as 100% man. You know, like Jesus probably had a favorite food. His stomach probably growled at the worst times too. He probably had a favorite dessert. Jesus was a person just like me and you, but he never sinned. He got hungry. He had desires. He had desires. But let's take a look at what Jesus had to say in Matthew 4, verse 1, page 967. See, this story takes place right after Jesus is led into the desert. Or Jesus takes place uh, after he's baptized, and then he's led into the desert. So we're going to follow along in verse 1. It says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. See, I find it kind of weird that Jesus was led into the desert to be tempted. See, Jesus was tempted, but he never sinned. It's kind of like whenever you were little and you wanted to eat ice cream or cookies or candy before dinner, but unless you actually did it, you didn't sin. You didn't disobey your parents. We all wanted to. We all wanted to eat that before dinner, but unless you actually ate it, you never disobeyed your parents. Let's keep going on. Continuing on, it says, after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. All right, 40 days and 40 nights of not eating, and he was hungry. All right, I get hungry after like four hours of not eating. Anybody else with me? I just love food, and I get hungry. Could you imagine what it would be like to not eat for 40 days and 40 nights? I know I couldn't. Let's keep reading along. Follow along, M12. The tempter, Satan, came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Okay, see, even Jesus liked food. He was tempted with it. And see, it's not that food is bad. It's not that food is sinful. It's that the enemy, Satan, was trying to get him to do something. And that's why it would have been sinful. So this is Jesus' response in verse 4. It says, Jesus answered, follow along. It is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. See, now I know what all the girls are thinking. They're like, duh, of course you can't live on bread alone because that's straight up carbs and you're going to get fat. Like, you, yeah, of course you can't. But Jesus is saying more, but Jesus is saying more than just trying to say healthy foods. He's saying you can't just live on this physical world. But you have to feed yourself spiritually on every word that comes from the mouth of God. See, Jesus knew that you become like what you eat. It's the next blank in your notes. Jesus knew you are what you eat. He knew that if he were to take part of this physical world and be tempted, he would become, he would become like the physical world. So he couldn't be tempted with it. You are what you eat. 
And see, Jesus knew that in order to be the example, he had to take in what was healthy for him, not what was unhealthy. And he had to take in, he had to take in every word that comes from the mouth of God. That's how he became healthy. And he had to have a relationship with God by reading God's word in order to do that. And again, Jesus was hungry. He wanted food 40 days and 40 nights. He had to be hungry. That's so much. And he was hungry. He had desires. But guys, let me tell you, you take in things more than just in the physical. You take in things physically. You take in things emotionally. You take in things mentally. And you also take in things spiritually. Let me tell you what this looks like. You guys understand the physical, you know, going back to Thanksgiving. You eat so much. And we all believe the same lie that if we consume more, it's going to make our life better. But what happens right after Thanksgiving dinner? We have to go take like a three-day nap, like because we're just so sluggish and it's not fun. We all believed that if we consumed more, it would make our life better, but we had to sleep it off. And let me tell you, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, they're all so tied together. They're all so tied together, all so connected. Because when I'm physically sluggish, it's not like I'm feeling like wanting to go hang out with God. I'm wanting to go Netflix and just like sleep like forever, you know? I'm not, I'm not wanting to spend time with God when I'm so physically sluggish. And this is what it looks like with your emotions. We've all believed the same lie, that if we take in more emotionally, then it will make our life better. If we have more boyfriends or we have more girlfriends, we'll, we'll feel better about our life. We've all believed that lie because it's never enough. It's like eating that box of donuts, you know? It's like trying to take in so much. It's like trying to take in so much but never actually getting what we need because we've believed the lie that if we take in more, our lives will be better. And again, when we're emotionally messed up, it affects how we think. It affects our mentality, what we think about, what we prioritize, what we worry about. It's kind of like a riddle. Anybody else love riddles? Well, I hate them, all right? I hate them too because, because a riddle... Well, I, get, I just get mad. I get frustrated because I can only think about what's going on. So I got a riddle for you guys, all right? What is easy to get into but hard to get out of? A box? What is easy to get into but hard to get out of? All right, one of you said it. One of you said it. You ready for the answer? I'm going to say the answer. All right. It's easy to get into trouble but hard to get out of trouble. Some of it, somebody's been into trouble before because they knew the answer. The rest of you guys are like, no, you're good. And again, shh, M12, this is what happens. This is what happens, M12, shh, listen up. Whenever you can't figure out a problem, that's the one thing you can think about, and it messes you up mentally because that's the one thing you can think about. Whenever somebody tells me a riddle I can't figure out, I have to figure it out, and I get so mad. So my, mentally I'm messed up, and then emotionally I'm messed up, and these are so tied together. And the only way to get out of this cycle of being mentally messed up and emotionally messed up is to get spiritually healthy. We have to feed ourselves on God's word to get spiritually healthy. We have to feed ourselves on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And let me tell you, we can make choices that are healthy and we can make choices that are unhealthy for us. They can both happen at the same time, but only one will win out in the end. We'll either be healthy or unhealthy. It's kind of like this video between two little kids who are arguing between whether it's sprinkling or raining. Only one's going to win out. Let's find that out. All right? Let's watch this video. All right, so it could only be sprinkling or it could only be raining, but it couldn't be both. 
and one one out at the end. And guys, it's really cute when little kids are arguing about something that doesn't really matter. But guys, it's not so cute when there's a very real battle going on what you will choose in your own life. Whether you will be healthy or unhealthy, it matters so much. And I love what happened at the end of the video. That girl just kind of poked him. He goes, you poked my heart. And it hurt. And let me tell you guys, this is what the enemy does to you. Whenever you're in a fight with him, he loves to mess with your heart. And it hurts. And we want to shrink away and just let him win. And we shrink away and we lose the battle. We can have both happen at the same time, but one will win out. So 112, if you are what you eat, how healthy are you? Not just physically, guys, but think about it. Think about it. If you are what you eat, how healthy are you? What are you taking in? Maybe you're trying to fill yourself up emotionally, but still feeling empty. Maybe you're trying to fill yourself up mentally, and you're still unfocused, and you're focusing on problems, and you can't focus on God because you're caught in this. And maybe you are making great spiritual decisions. Awesome, that's good for you. Keep spending time with God. But let me tell you, there's always more for you. There's always more for you physically. There's always more for you emotionally. There's always more for you mentally and spiritually, guys. There's always more for you. And guys, if you're not a a Christian in the room tonight, we want to invite you into the best life ever. And that's a healthy life. And the way that we get healthy is through a series of relationships that the most important relationship being the one with our Heavenly Father. That's how we get healthy. So I want you guys to, to ask your, your small group leaders, ask them how to have a healthy relationship with God. They, they know God so well, and they have healthy relationship with him. Get to know God and ask qu- questions to your small group leaders because they've got really good answers for you guys, and it's the best life ever. And so, guys, I'm going to tell you how to have a better life. There's always more for you. And so, again, just like eating, we eat three times a day, all right? It's consistent. So, so what you guys need to do is to feed yourself on God's word. You need to read the Bible regularly. Read the Bible regularly. It's the blank in your notes. Read the Bible regularly. Just as we take in food consistently, it would make sense if we spent time with God consistently to be fed spiritually. For example, when do you eat? Every day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Maybe you guys eat in between. You know, I'm a snack person too. All right? You eat at specific times. You have a specific time that you eat. So this is an action step to be able to help you read the Bible. Pick a time, M12. Pick a time that you can eat on God's word. Feed yourself on God's word. And it's important to to pick a time that is consistent. For me, this is in the morning because I am not a morning person, all right? See, even in physically food, eating, If I don't, the only reason I wake up in the morning is for breakfast, okay? You know, if it weren't for breakfast, I'd probably just sleep till lunch. Because I love so much, I love food so much. And what happens is if you've run into me in the morning and I haven't eaten, I am a grumpy person and I am not fun to be around. But the same goes, M12, the same goes for me spiritually. If I have not met with God in the morning, I am not fun to be around. Because I have a desire that is not met yet. What is the best time for you to meet with God? For me, it's in the morning. The second is to pick a place. Next blank in your notes. Pick a place. See again, guys, where do you eat food? 
You either eat it in your kitchen, your dining room, your cafeteria. There are specific places that you eat food. I mean, I also eat in my bedroom, and I also eat other places too, but like, or in the couch. But guys, there are specific rooms for specific reasons, like the bedrooms for sleeping, or the living room is for watching TV. There are specific rooms for specific reasons, all right? So where I meet with God, shh, M12, where I meet with God, it's in my basement on this one couch because it's away from every other distraction, and it's special. This one, this one couch, when I'm sitting on that one couch, it is me and God spending time together. It's a specific place set apart for that relationship. And guys, let me tell you, reading God's word will change you. And it will make your life so much better. The better life is spent by taking in God's words and becoming healthier. And I wish I knew this in middle school. I actually didn't understand this till college. And I was actually kind of forced to do this because I came to the end of myself and I was trying to get all these needs met by what the world said was awesome. So I was emotionally feeding myself, but so empty. I was mentally unfocused and I was worried about things and I was spiritually dry. And let me tell you, I started to read the Bible because I was trying to get my needs met through so many other things. And I was going through the season where it seemed like everything I did was wrong. It seemed like all my friends were just rejecting me at the same time. And no matter what I did, it was always like we were in a fight and I could not get right. And it was so lonely. Maybe you guys have felt that way before. Maybe you felt so alone. And so I started reading God's word. And here's what I learned. I started reading God's word and I learned that I was loved. And I started to get emotionally filled up for the first time. Because I learned that God will never leave you nor forsake you. And that he loves you so much and he's not like that flaky friend that's going to leave you. He will never leave you, and he loves you so much. And then I also learned that God is in control, and I got mentally right. I got mentally healthy because I wasn't worried about the things that I was worried about before. And I was confused because I didn't know what to choose in life. There are so many choices for you guys, and it's hard to sometimes pick what's healthy and unhealthy. And God's word tells what is healthy for you. It helps you know how to go through life. If if you're confused, this tells you how to go through life, and it changes you guys. My friends started to notice all the changes in me, and I started to know the changes, and I liked being healthy, and I will never go back to being unhealthy because this is a better life. So I hope you guys take up this challenge to read the Bible regularly. Maybe that's five minutes a day, but still, pick a time and pick a place because you have desires that can only be met by God. You've been trying to fill them up emotionally, and you've been taking in more and still feeling empty. Mentally, maybe you're unfocused and, you can, and you're worried and you're mentally messed up, and the only way to get right is to get spiritually healthy. That's the only way to get right because we all have desires and we all have needs, and this is the only way we can get right. So M12, I got a question for you. As the band comes on up, I want you to stay at your seats and I want you to think about this. What need are you trying to get met And each time you try and fill it, you still feel empty. Maybe that's emotionally trying to get filled up with relationships. Maybe you're trying to feel good about yourself. Maybe you're unfocused. Maybe you're worried about certain things and you feel messed up. What need are you trying to get met that only God can fill? I want you guys to think about that. Let's go ahead and bow our heads and pray. So God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you that you gave us the the example of how to live a healthy life. 
Thank you that you invited us into a better life and that you showed us how to get right and how to have a healthy relationship with you. So God, I pray for these students, whatever desire they are trying to get met, I pray that they will stop going to the world to try and get that met because they will keep feeling empty. Pray that you break the lie that the more that they consume, the healthier or the, the happier they will be. And I pray that you replace it with the truth that their desire can only be met through a healthy relationship with you. So God, I pray for a blessing over that relationship. May their time be spent with you reading God's word, reading your word. I pray that that will be rich and rewarding and to become like you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.